0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Grow Down podcast with Tim Hursett. Conversations while following Jesus on the old road, which leads to new life. On this week's episode, we're listening from a book called Being With Jesus by Jim Branch. There will be a short, thought-provoking reading, followed by some questions for you to consider. If you're able, listen to this and discuss with a friend who is on that same journey of faith with you. This episode of Being With Jesus comes from page 87 of Jim Branch's book. It's titled, Born of the Spirit. To start, spend a few moments in silence. Allow your soul to come to stillness. Rest in His presence. Allow the stillness to awaken you to His voice and His Spirit. Now we will read from John chapter 2, verse 23 through John chapter 3, verse 8. Now, when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs that he was doing. But Jesus, on his part, did not entrust himself to them, because he knew all people and needed no one to bear witness about man, for he himself knew what was in man. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Some questions for reflection. What thoughts do you have about Nicodemus? How are you like Nicodemus, and how are you not like Nicodemus? What is it about Nicodemus that made Jesus willing to entrust himself to him? What was Jesus talking about when he said that we must be born again? Why do you think Jesus later changed that phrase to be born of the Spirit? How would you describe the Holy Spirit? How did Jesus describe the Holy Spirit? Who is the Holy Spirit to you? Some thoughts. There must have been something special about Nicodemus. Not so much because he was religious or smart or learned. It was something inside. After all, John just got finished telling us that Jesus refused to entrust himself to the people in Jerusalem because he knew what was in a man. Yet, when Nicodemus arrived at his doorstep in the middle of the night, Jesus welcomed him gladly. I wonder why. There must have been something special about the state of his heart. He must have been genuinely seeking truth. Jesus was always a pushover for someone genuinely seeking him. Just ask Jeremiah. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. That's from Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 13 to 14. So on this particular evening, Nicodemus comes seeking. He comes because he realizes Jesus is different from anyone who, has ever, who he has ever heard talk about God before. There's something special in his words and in his spirit, something that Nicodemus can't quite describe, something he can't quite put his finger on. There is a life and a power and an authority in Jesus that he has not seen or heard before. And this spirit makes something deep inside Nicodemus lean forward. It's like Jesus touched something within him that he didn't even know was there. As the conversation begins, Nicodemus is immediately challenged and amazed. Jesus has a whole new language, a whole new paradigm, a whole new way to look at and talk about the life of faith. This new picture that Jesus seems to be drawing is not so much about what you do, which has always been the cornerstone of the entire Pharisaical structure, but first about what God does in you. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God, Jesus says. And this blows Nicodemus' mind. How is that even possible? A person can't go back into the womb and be born all over again. But Jesus is talking about spirit, and Nicodemus is thinking about flesh. For Nicodemus, the physical world is his reality, but for Jesus... The true reality is the world of the Spirit. The flesh is only fleeting and temporary. The Spirit life is the real life. It is a life that cannot be manufactured, manipulated, or controlled. The work of the Spirit is all up to God. And in order to live this life with God, there must be a work of His Spirit done deep within us. His Spirit must be born in us, and until that happens, we are not really alive at all, but merely walking dead. I would like to believe that at some point this work of God's Spirit happened in the heart of Nicodemus. In my heart of hearts I imagine that somewhere along the way he made the transition from flesh to spirit, that somewhere along the way he crossed over from death to life, that somewhere along the way he moved from religion to relationship, that somewhere, somehow, someway, That mysterious wind of God's Spirit blew through his life and totally captured his heart. And Nicodemus was indeed born again. Pray. Pray for the movement of God's Spirit within you and around you today. Pray that something new would be born in you. Pray that those around you, those like Nicodemus, might be born again. Respond, how or where do you sense the movement of God's spirit in your life these days? Take some time to think about and write about that. Thank you for listening to another episode of the grow down podcast. Do you like what you hear share with your friends and family? The grow down podcast. Find us on Apple podcasts or Spotify.